saying it with our fucking chest, man. That's what we do. That's right. Welcome to the Come and Get a Podcast, everybody. What the fuck is up? How you doing? I hope we hope you enjoyed that last episode. We really hope you enjoyed that last episode. That shit was man. so much fun. That really. was a lot of fun. I'm so excited that we still stayed on topic. <laughs> the only topic we were suggested to, we stayed on through the entire episode. Yeah, hour and fifty almost. Yeah, man. It seemed like a. Yeah, it like seems it, super short. It, hopefully, it's our uh, some some favorite podcast now. You know. I know. Promoted that shit. <laughs> I started spending money to promote that I thing. I saw that. But all right, guys, it's the Come and Get a Podcast. I'm your co-host Sergio Cervantes with other co-hosts Israel Valdez. And today we have a guest. And it's the uh, third installment to the CNGI Entertainment Group. Mm-hmm. What family we got going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Miss? a trio. Adrian Green. Adrian Green. Well, hey, you, you, that, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> Local stand-up comedian. She's on the radio. It's awesome, man. And she also was the host of uh, last week's show in Big Spring at the Desert Flower. Who uh, had the headliner was Kevin Farley, man. The the uh, the brother of Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. So she got to host it, man. That's amazing. Like walk us through. How you felt that day? Like, what was going through your head that I day? I was trying to remember all the advice you gave me about, <laughs> uh, you know, thanking everybody and uh, keeping up the energy. And I was just like, okay, okay. And so, it, like, whenever I try to, like, practice, like, the opening part or whatever, like, driving around in my truck, I was just like, man, I sound so stupid. I was like, no, let me try that again. And so I'm just, like, you know, practicing. Desert flower, how y'all feel? <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so stupid. Yeah, you. I was like, oh, okay. You get better, you'll get better at better. it. You get better. At it. You got to learn to keep the energy up, and, you know, because you're the host. Yeah. Like, I told you through the advice. Yeah. Like again, I'm no professional either. <laughs> I'll tell her. Like I mean, the, the, what was funny was when Adrian was messaging me when she was asking advice. Uh-huh. I kept giving it to her, and I was like, I'm telling you this because this is the shit that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do any of this stuff and I fucked up. I don't want you to do that yeah. the way I did. So here's what I what I would have done, you know. Yeah, and I I so appreciate it, man. Like For sure. Oh man, it was it was good. I was nervous and excited and just like, okay, cuz I feel like for me like one of the hardest things is to stay um hyped up sometimes but i mean i don't know the energy in there was just awesome yeah. it was great it was yeah. easy to do yeah so yeah the, the crowd's already you know you can feel the energy just mm-hmm. bounce off that you know yeah it's not much you don't have to put in much effort yeah it anymore. feels a little more fluent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of what i was a little worried about also was making it sound organic like how you'd put it yeah and not like i've been rehearsing it like you know yeah. 20 times <laughs> <laughs> yeah I made, I made sure to tell you i was like don't go immediately into your act you know just get the people hype talk to yeah, them yeah talk talk to them thank the venue thank give credit where credit is due yeah and yeah definitely yeah, just don't go straight into the act great advice i know you know you, you say that you're not a professional um you're semi-professional because you get paid sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's not professional though <laughs> but um i mean you're definitely more experienced than i am yeah. and you know, you just got to, you know, lean on the experience of those around you. Oh, yeah, yeah d- definitely. And, and I, you know, I, I, back then I said I hated hosting. And I haven't done it in maybe two years. See, and, and so, you're not the same And now you, you know. Were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now you have now, this advice now, for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I enjoy hosting the show at Desert Flower mm-hmm. around the desert. So, you know, maybe 
I have been. I, I've definitely gotten better at it. Yeah. Then the, ne- the next time I get a hosting gig, if I do ever. Because <laughs> I, I think what ruined it for me was uh, I told uh, somebody that you hated hosting. I, yeah, yeah, I told them <laughs> that I hated hosting. That probably got around. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I remember he said that, though. Yeah. Like, we're doing a favor. We're not going to ask him anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the guy was cool. He, he was won't cool bug about him. it, but, you know, <laughs> you de- they definitely, I, I don't know, I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying. It's not, it's not a good thing to say you hate doing something that you're right. supposed to love to do. You right. know? Then people are going to know to keep him away from here. Mm-hmm. He's not, not going to want to do yeah. it. Yeah. But um, it was a great show. I was excited. Um, meeting Kevin Farley was uh, a little lackluster, but it was it was good. It was fun because he was like in the middle of something, and yeah. it's just like, oh hey, this is Adrian. I'm like, Hi, <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. like y'all got y'all definitely got more attention than I did, and I was just like, all right, we're here to work. It's yeah. cool. No hard feelings. Yeah, I got uh, a not Adrian Janine, <laughs> Janine was going to introduce him. Some, uh, I she's going to introduce me to him. But he, he was eating at the time. I was like, gosh, I don't want to interrupt him. Yeah, I got him when he was ordering yeah. the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so do you have a menu I can look at? And, and they're, like, like, five, they're like, five <laughs> minutes. Do you work here? <laughs> <laughs> then like five minutes later, I went out to get something from my truck, and I see him just sitting outside by himself. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go introduce myself. And I did. Was, yeah, I just said, you know, what's up? I didn't want to bother him for a picture or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just wanted to say hi. I'm a local comic. That's it. Right. And then right. it was cool, like, to actually sit down with him afterwards. Yeah. And kind of have a little conversation, too. That was really fucking cool. So what did you get to ask him? Uh, really, like, there was this one thing I do. I didn't ask him much about comedy. I just, like, asked him. He, he seemed tired, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that he was being a dick. He, just, he was really, right. he was short, and he was tired, you know. But one thing I really did want to ask him was, uh, one time at Desert Flower, I had a gig. Mm-hmm. And it went so bad. Mm-hmm. It was top. It was top three worst bombs ever. Okay. And I met this uh, quote unquote producer there. He had okay. a Scottish accent. I'm pretty sure it was a phony accent at this point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and he starts telling me that, about how he's like a producer. He's like scouting around for people, yada yada. And uh, he was on. He he produced this one movie called uh, Redneck Games. I was like, you know, I was falling for it, you know? Like, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is cool. And he starts telling me about how he knew Kev, uh, Chris Farley and Kevin Farley. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, I remember this one time. Uh, it, it was Christmas morning. And he started, t- and he's like, and then Chris decided to get everybody a, a sex toy. And then he, uh, his mom got a black dildo. And I thought that was funny, you know? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, so crazy, yada, yada, and his phony Scottish accent, mm-hmm. you know? And then I was like, that's fucking crazy. And then things got weirder after I started looking the guy up and everything was mm-hmm. so, it was crazy. And then did, I got did to- Did you feel catfished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got to meet Kevin Farley and I was like, I have to ask him this. Cause he said that bit. Right. He said he, yeah. that's, that's one of his jokes. And I was like, do you know this guy? I said the guy's name. Mm-hmm. I was like, he, he said, you know, he guys he knew you guys when y'all were younger and yada yada. And he was like, nah, I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> In my life, dude. I was like, holy shit, man. Boom. So, like, and like, I looked this guy up, too. And like, he's, I don't know what he, he if he's like a crazy person or what. But he, apparently he like, he stole that credit and gave himself that name, you know? 
because I looked on, on uh, Facebook and they're two completely different people huh. entirely, you know? Uh-huh. And, and that guy has my fucking phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Do you give him like the last four of your social to like save you no. a spot in the show or something? <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing to worry about. Three, you don't know it, don't answer it. <laughs> the three numbers on your debit, the on the back of your debit card. <laughs> your like CV numbers. But I was, was like, d- what is that? Yeah, yeah that's that. game. <laughs> By the way, but that was so mind, that was so mind blowing, man. It really was. Like, why did he was telling that joke about how his mom got a black dildo? You were like, <gasps> I was like, holy. Fuck, dude! No. I have like I have to ask him. I have to ask him that. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's, he, that's he, great. He was cool. He he seemed to enjoy it here too. Yeah. I don't know if he was just being humble or anything, but he liked to hear. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like he he really Enjoyed liked the, the venue yeah. and the crowd. And oh yeah, yeah, like Lulu just kind of like was a cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, see, and I, I was wondering, like, do you get annoyed at just ha- having a random ass dog walk up on your set and like just make a make fun of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, or if that happens, you say something. If something is like like in on your stage, if mm-hmm. something interrupts your stage time, say something. It's best to say something. Yeah, because the audience is gonna be like. You're not gonna comment on this dude. You, gotta- you know, I actually <laughs> didn't notice the dog until he pointed it out. <laughs> but I'm not very like aware of my yeah. surroundings a lot. <laughs> I'm just zeroed in on whatever. But yeah, that, <clears throat> Lulu was fucking cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Well, what do you got going on for you, man? How's comedy treating you right now? Comedy is treating me good. Like it's. It's uh, kind of crazy. Like, um, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I just realized a few weeks ago that I've had, like, at least one thing every month since the beginning of this year. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess actually since, like, December, it's just been consecutive. And I was just like, man, that's going to be, like, my goal. Just, like, finish out at least one thing every month and, like, through the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be, like, jumping over the moon. I love that goal. (laughs) I absolutely love it. So, yeah, get, getting getting something once a month is always yeah. that's a, that's always a fucking and it's treat. attainable too. Yeah, it's nothing oh. that a not a reach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, like I don't know, like things just been kind of falling in place. Like I had never um, talked with Chris before, Chris Crawford, mm-hmm. and never met him or whatever, and just kind of reached out to him about you know the relay for life or whatever. Whenever I threw the you know that cast mm-hmm. out to see yeah. who wants to come participate. And um, then a few weeks later, he was like, hey, he's like, I know you are clean. You know, can you come do this or whatever? And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's I don't really know. Cool. Like, it's and then someone else that he knows, um, David Sharp. Have you heard of him yet? No. He's out of Abilene. And um, he did the Chris Farley show in Abilene. And now he, like, changed up his his uh, his company. I can't remember what it's called now. But they're doing a clean comedy show in Abilene on August 9th at, like, the Maslow Coffee Company or something like that. And so I got invited to be a part of that. And uh, I'm just like, wow. Like, and I'm kind of starting because, like, part of me was, like, I don't want to to dip into, like, blue comedy. Yeah. And, like, the other part of me was like, oh, but it's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... But I was like, oh, I was like, because I feel like if I start writing in that way, I'm gonna like get stuck in that mindset yeah. and I won't be able to like switch gears. And so I try to like write it just kind of like not generic, but um, to where it's 
you know, appropriate. A, van- a vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then it's just, truthful, you know? Yeah, and just yeah. try to, like, spice it up along the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's been good. Like, I've, I think I've gotten, like, more attention for being um, Clean. cleaner than I have yeah. on being, like, oh, anything yeah. else. Yeah, just the area, the area, too. Yeah. Clean the Bible, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, But it's been good. I've been excited and just working awesome. on stuff. I kind of want to, like, start, you know, working a lot on new things. There's nothing stopping me from working yeah. on new material. Um, but it's just, uh, like, I don't want to, I get like seeds in my head where I'm just like, oh man, I was like, this was a really good joke. I'm going to try this at the show today. And yeah. then it's like, no, no, just like stick to what you know works and then, you know, work it out. Cause like, it'll work a couple of times for me. And then like the third time I try it, like it'll bomb mm-hmm. and then it just takes me down and I'm just like, my mouth gets dry and then I get like scared and yeah. I'm just, I can't steer out. <laughs> you gotta believe in the mater- you gotta believe in the material, man. Yeah. That's really because the the acts that I still do, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just kind of putting it to the side that I did for a year. Yeah. Uh, like I I, I I forgot where I was going with this. Oh wait, no, no, no. Like the the first the, when I started working on that act, it would bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, some things would land all the time. Something right. Like, yeah, I, I do I do a set where everything would go really well. I'm like fuck yeah, this 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 act is actually getting somewhere, and then next thing you know, I'm bomb. It's bombing, and mm-hmm. then it's bombing, and it's like, well, what the fuck? You just have to believe in the material, you know. You have yeah. to tweak where wherever it needs to be tweaked. Nah, I feel like if you if you can sell it to yourself, like if you listen back to it and you still chuckle at it, yeah, yeah. it's like this is it. But yeah, you got to yeah. do it with as much conviction as you did it yeah. when you did it. The and first if it's time. fun, to, it's fun to say too, you know. <laughs> Because, like, a lot of the time, I don't even, like, laugh at my own jokes. I'm just like, this is just fun to say. And yeah. People like it. The, the way people react are like, oh, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the, well, the, the, the morning after with the, the daughter and the dad. and uh, Anyway, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, on yeah, the phone. Um, <laughs> just, it doesn't necessarily get a laugh. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's it's a big it's a yeah, big it's one of a, those yeah. too, and you hear people laughing in it too. But like it's it's out of left field. Yeah, yeah people and, and the right setting is going to laugh. Exactly. They they're, they're going to react regardless. Yeah. Most of them are still going to wow because even I wowed when I heard it. I didn't immediately laugh. <laughs> I've heard it now, and I, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I wonder how these people are taking it. <laughs> I missed that joke. I, I, I'm the, I didn't retire anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm just working on new shit. Um, I have to say, like, whenever I hear you working on new stuff, I'm just like, okay, I need to write some stuff. Yeah. Like, it, like you motivate me to, like, start, <laughs> you know, really at least writing ideas <clears throat> down to work on later. And even if it's only five, three or five minutes, yeah, just, just work on that five minutes until it's fucking solid, you know? Yeah, and I, I think that I just get overwhelmed thinking about, okay, I need, like, a new joke topic or, you know, something. And uh, it's I just too big, but it... You know, just doing from um, a minute, building it or whatever, a couple of minutes, three minutes or whatever, it would probably roll a lot easier that way. And I want to take a second to say that as someone who, you know, give it a shot, I would say, I, I, I messed around and went on stage and tried writing my own jokes and I sat there for, you know, literally 30, 45 minutes working on a joke and I get into where I'm starting to laugh at it and I go back and play it on, you know, I record myself and I listen to it. And I've got 32 seconds worth of shit. And I've been writing for 45 minutes. So yeah. these people that are writing 15-minute, 30-minute, 45-minute sets, that it, that takes a long time. Sergio, you've been doing this for three years. You can say you've got a solid how long? Like 
Solid thirty minutes. Thirty minute catch. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, man. It's not it's not polished or anything, but yeah. I, I can do it. You can pull out yeah. thirty minutes. And so it's taken him three years to be able to say confidently that he can do thirty minutes. It's a hard fucking thing to do. It is a long. That's ten minutes every year. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When you break it down like that, yeah, it is. I remember, um, you know, I did uh, that, you know, talent show or whatever, like last summer, and then my cat invited me to go to the Tilted Mug in like November, October, or something like that. And he was like, "I was so jealous of that. (laughs) I was so fucking jealous." Were you? But you had been there before. No, 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 not before you. You got there before I did. What? Yeah. I know. I thought you'd been yeah. at the Tilted Mug before. You you got there before I did. Really? Man. Yeah. I didn't. Even, I don't I remember. Was, I was so jealous of it. I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" We're <laughs> <laughs> now here doing all these other gigs and nobody invites. Like whatever. <laughs> I, I I've been to San Angelo. Uh huh. I've been to Dead Horse, but I did not. I haven't been. I, I I've been since. You know. Right. Right. I, I, but at the time, I didn't go to Tilted Mug. That that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But like um, so. He'd asked me to go, and he was like, it's going to be, like, 15 minutes, okay? And I was like, I have eight. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, do you think you can get to 10? And I was like, I can try. (laughs) And uh, he was like, okay. And so... that's funny. You're like, I got an eight. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was like, okay, well, if you have 10, we'll put you here. And I was like, all right. So I was so stressed out about it. Yeah, dude. I, I, like, did bits that I haven't done in a while because I'm just I, I don't think they're that great but I think it's because it's like the soccer mom bit but I think it's because people see those moms and they're just like I know that woman yeah. I have that woman <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it landed well but I, I was like man I'm just pulling this out of my butt I don't know if it's going to work or not um, but I mean, it, it did fine, and the crowd was receptive and stuff like that. But you saying that you're jealous of that, I'm just like blown away by that dude because <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't know if I've told you this, but I used to hate on Sergio. Like he was like my arch nemesis <laughs> that did not know he was my arch nemesis. Yeah. I don't know that you. I don't know if you have. I don't know. So yeah. how this happened was, um, you know, I. I was, like, starstruck by Sergio because he was, like, the only one doing open mics at, you know, at the Desert Flower. And so I would, like, always, like, pay attention to what he was doing and um, just try to, like, you know, take notes, mental notes. And then, so, Sergio would roll in with, like, his entourage. (laughs) And they would all sit for Serge. And uh, as soon as he got done, like, everybody would roll out. And so my friends that were in my ear, they were just like, man, that's not right. They're like, you know, we had to sit through him. They should have to sit through you. Oh, and they're yeah. like, where's your... I mean, because by the time everybody leave, left, there was like four people. Like, yeah. Two of them were my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, you know, bar staff. <laughs> and, um, hey, if you make the bartender laugh, <laughs> then yeah. you've accomplished the They are still yeah. an audience if they're listening. They're still an audience. <laughs> they don't have anyone else to serve, so <laughs> they're listening. And so um, I was just like... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and so I was just like, man, fuck that guy. And um, then it was just, you know, and then That's like people crazy. would be like, how's a how's comedy going? And I was like, well, I'm like, there was a crowd until everybody left. Sergio, let me I, tell you something. And yeah. I remember like the first, I don't know, like it, it didn't really like land in my head or whatever that I had an arch nemesis until like, <laughs> um, I don't know. It was like, we went in and there was no state like there was no mic stuff set up and I was like I guess I'm gonna work on projection because I need to do this and so I started I remember that I remember this I started and then 
Um, some people started coming a little bit, and then I don't know, they were just kind of there. Or like I had a group of friends, and they were leaving. And then before, right before I walked out, I heard Sergio going, you know, fuck, like just screaming fuck for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah, I got a crowd. I need people to bomb in front of. Come on. <laughs> and I was like, man, I was like, I wish I had that kind of confidence. <laughs> I've never seen him do it again. That was the first. That was the first night uh, <laughs> I, I saw you. I had no idea you were going up before then. Oh, yeah. I had like, no idea. But then I saw you, you know, acapella. Because you were leaving before uh, I got off. No, I got, no I, got, I got up and I don't know. I can't remember if I was leaving or if I was going in. And I remember seeing you. I was like, dude, somebody else is doing stand-up? Fuck yeah. Finally. <laughs> fucking finally. And then, then he was excited to see you. Yeah. And you were just like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then um, whenever we, the first time we went to Levi's, I was just like, you know what? I should at least, I'm sitting right next to the man. I should at least have the balls and tell him that I fucking hate him. And uh, then he turned out to be like a fucking awesome guy. And I was like, man, and I was like, I don't know if, I, if you knew this, but uh, I didn't like you. And it was for no reason. <laughs> Damn. Because uh, I took your audience away. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, we took a picture, uh, which is still up on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that I guess that picture could be taken as the moment that you stopped hating me. Yeah. <laughs> the moment I stopped hating Sergio. And I was telling somebody else about it. And um, she, she used to live in L.A. for a while. She was... Uh, married to a comedian that had been on Letterman like 40 times or whatever. Now she's here in Big Spring working. And um, she was, I was telling her about, you know, the feud in my head with Sergio. And she was like, wow. She was like, you really are on your way because comedians are really petty. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, you know what? I need to at least talk to him. I need to get over this. I need to at least tell him why I hate him. And then, no, like, it was, here we are. Sergio was the bomb. Like, I, you know. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> well, I'm happy we're not, yeah. we are no longer enemies. <laughs> and look at this. I mean, I, I would say that we, we work uh, together, I'd say, kind of often, you know, here and there. We see each other out all the time, and we're like we've been to shows together. It's been, yeah, we yeah. do stuff together. It's kind of cool. Did you know? Like this is like the third time y'all have mentioned me being part of CNGI, like uh-huh. since February or March or whenever it was. It's only been three times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like no, like I wasn't even. I thought I dreamt it. Like that's how <laughs> less often we've talked about this. I was like, am I stepping over, stepping my bounds? Am no, I just like, like with her? Nah. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, and I was like, did I dream it? I was like, because they never said it. And then I was um, working on something with somebody else. And then you introduced your friend as, you know, to me as like the, you know, part of the CNGI. And I was like, oh, I was like, all right, I guess I am. Maybe I didn't make it up. I don't know. <laughs> She's been tripping the whole time. She's like, they gave me access to share on their page. Was that I it? Know. I was like, they just want me to work? I was like, I share. I'm like, for work. I'm like, I'm always sharing stuff. I don't want to have to share my own stuff. And I was like, damn, I just got trapped into another job. That's <laughs> not even going to pay me. <laughs> really? And I was just like, should I? And I was just like, ah. I mean, like, I, you know, I put my stuff on there or whatever. But I was like, should I do like a welcome post to myself? Hell, I don't know. And I was like, that's lame. And I was like, nah. I was like, I'll just, I'll leave it. Damn, I didn't even realize that yeah. we were just neglecting like that. I'm and sorry, man. That just goes to show how much like stuff goes through like a woman's head. Like, you don't, oh do not reassure God. her that, you know, it's like, you know, it's well, a deal. It's well, like a thing. 
it's fucking documented, man. We've spoken. And then this is going to be like the podcast that like does not end up getting loaded up for some reason. Man, there was an error recording. The server crashed. My laptop died. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. It's just this alien clapping cheeks thing. It just it just overran. Just nobody remembered. Oh no. That's the reason why we got shut down, the aliens. <laughs> oh my, we don't even realize that we're not even up, up on Spotify anymore at all. <laughs> no, but um, like whenever I do, like because I'm st- we're, I'm starting to see a side that you know people are approaching me for, like the, the the screenshot I sent you guys. I had been talking to this guy, the guy that we had on the podcast previously, uh, Matt Martinez. Yep. No, uh-huh. And then he's he's kind of like a promoter. He's trying to bring in uh, bands and different stuff. And he's got really cool ideas. He's still looking for sponsors um, and whatnot. I don't know how that works. I don't. I just promote. He right. gets sponsorships and does all kinds of shit. Is he the MGM Productions guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it kind of like a little phoenix or something? Yeah, in his yeah, logo? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so he was uh, talking about, you know, bringing in shows and asking me about places and if who I knew, like uh, business owners to get, you know, sponsorships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Like, he was like, and, you know, if we, if we all come together, you guys, you know, help, you know, kind of get the word out there, you know, we'll, like, fit it all in between different acts. And, right. You know, here and there whenever shows come along. So it's like, now we do have people that are wanting to be a part of, you know, to, to, to partner with whatever, whatever we have going yeah. on. <clears throat> and whenever I do speak to people like him about CNGI, you are always mentioned as as a part of it thank you okay, so do, do know that maybe not to your face but to other people I speak of <sighs> you're, you're mentioned when I speak CNGI alright I'm gonna give you a tip alright from me to you and to you okay right. y'all might not need this right now but one day in the future when you have a girlfriend oh you have to tell that chick that she's your girlfriend and not just say yeah it's my girlfriend and then never say anything to her okay cause she is not <laughs> going to know that y'all are a thing unless you tell her directly and tell her el- off frequently in the beginning. <laughs> okay. So that's what that girl was talking about. <laughs> Reassurance. Reassurance. All right. She was talking about breaking up. I was like, I don't even know we were together, bitch. I didn't even know we were together. I thought we were just she smashing. She was reassuring shit, dude. I don't know what you did, but you reassured her for like a while. I thought we were just smashing, having pizza. That was it. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Relationship going on. <laughs> I don't even know your name. It's not for Snapchat. It's Netflix chick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like every time, every time I thought I was just smashing, I ended up in a relationship. Okay. And then like this last time, it turned out good. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to yeah. keep her. <laughs> you ended up getting married. <laughs> hey, I like I like him. He's a cool guy. I've known him for. Have I known him longer than you? Probably. Wait. I don't know. He was working at the prison when I met him. He was working at the prison and at GameStop. You probably met him better, knew him better than I did for longer. I met him in 2011. I met him in 2009. Okay, so you've known him longer. 2010, I guess. 2010. Mine may have been 2010, but late 2010, like August-ish. Mine was like um, Super Bowl day, 2011. And, uh, like, I just, it was just not really talking because we were on different shifts and so we would just see each other in passing and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the first time I saw him, he was just like, you know, being himself and just like dancing around and turning out, you know, in our shift changed area. 
And I thought, man, and he was just like grinning from ear to ear, just, you know, being his goofy self. Yeah. And I thought, man, I was like, I think I would really like him if I was into black guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, I guess I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> so much you're willing to get the government involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come check this out. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's a great dude. I have so much fun with him. I was like, hey, I was like, do you want to come with me today? And he was like, I just want to stay home. We've been in the car forever. Just leave me at home. And I'm like, all right. How long have you been married now? Uh, going on five years. Five years. Yeah. And we started shacking up in like 2012. Nice. Oh, and we shacked up before we started dating. So that was a, a interesting. Yeah. <laughs> You want to be roommates? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. On the way, on the way to Big Lake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it turned out well. Yeah, that's that good. good. That was a fun show. Oh, oh my Big gosh. Lake. Can we just talk about Big Lake for a minute? Because yeah. you were freaking awesome, man. We both were, man. You, I, I didn't have to, like, you know, do my set through <laughs> a damn hurricane. <laughs> yeah, right in the desert. <laughs> uh, it sounded like it, though, I, a little I think, bit. I think we talked about it. On the last, oh, yeah. just me and you on the la- on one of the episodes of the podcast. While I was up there, man, like I was telling my jokes, I was getting really excited and also kind of terrified too. <laughs> I was cold, and all of that together, just I started like locking up. Oh, like, did I you? I could barely move my oh, wow. my hands. I was like holding on to the mic. So I was hard. trying to move my hand. It was just like. So, so, I was like, am I about to have a fucking seizure on stage? Oh, my god! Is this where it's going right now? But I just, I had to finish. I had to fucking dude, finish. Dude, through it. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hell, yeah. I just remember watching Sergio. The wind was blowing, and, like, the Burke staff was like, we're just going to shut this garage door. We're not locking you out. We're just keeping the wind out. <laughs> and we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and just lightning going off in the background while he's yeah, telling his man. jokes, and just like we might die (laughs) that was intense because i saw the video and i mean the lightning was just almost constant yeah yeah yeah. it was close (laughs) very close and then mike got up there i think he did like 10 15 minutes and he was like okay well i'm gonna end it early so we can all get home safe (laughs) and they're like we don't blame you man good luck have fun one thing that was the kind of like kind of aggravated me or just agitated me was that it was the first time ever that mm-hmm. a bar was like, all right, performers, drink on the house. You can just, oh. whatever you want. You can yeah. just keep drinking and drinking. That's the first time that's ever happened <laughs> I've ever, this entire time I've been doing stand-up. And it was the one time I was like, ah, I'm not going to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to that night. It was the one fucking time drinks were on the house for the entire night, man. Every time someone's offered to buy me, like, a drink, like, after a show, which has only happened, like, twice or, you know, I've been somewhere, and they're like, hey, do you want something to drink? I'm like, I'm on medication. (laughs) I'm like, I'll take a Sprite or some water. (laughs) And they're like, oh, you're lame. (laughs) Getting a drink spot for you after a show is so fucking cool. Oh, and I was like, you you can buy me a taco. Like, the, the most memorable is the Mezcal show, because I got wasted for free that night. That was Entire, well, well, you know, I usually do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, oh, that's yeah. okay. Off for drinks. Off for drinks that people bought. Off of pe- yeah, things people people were buying me. And with the funniest thing that had, like, the first, the first drink I got was mm-hmm. by an older woman. 
very attractive over older woman too. I go up to her, I was like, hey, thank you very much for the drink. And she's like, oh, you did so good. She gives me a hug. Mm -hmm. And she's like, just so you know, I don't want to fuck you. And <laughs> I was, I was so, uh, so devastated. Shut down. I was so devastated. She just made that clear. She was like, you were good on stage. But I, I don't want... I don't want that. I want to be like, bitch, you think I'm easy or what? You should have been like, like, tonight? Like, is that forever? <laughs> like, like, you just don't want to fuck me tonight? Like, yeah, we like, can try again yet? tomorrow? <laughs> that was, that was a good night. Like, bitch, I just, I just, I just slipped a roof in you, Jake. You won't even know. Oh, man. That's a joke. I was, watch, I was watching The Hangover. I was watching The Hangover recently. And so uh, that, that just came to mind. Oh, I haven't seen goodness. that movie in its entirety. You told me really? that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I seen like a good fucking movie. I seen like the first fifteen minutes and that's like it. It's on Netflix. Nothing, dude. Yeah, I it know. Is something you yeah. have to watch. It's one of the classics. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the second or third installment. I of saw it. the oh. second one. That's okay, it. what the fuck? That's it. I don't know. Cause they, cause like the friends I was with at the time. They had like, already seen the first one. Yeah, they, yeah. They saw the first one. They were like, you want to go see the second one? I was like, what? Can right. you really call it a classic? Can we believe what you call classics? I know you don't really watch movies. That I, okay, often. yeah, I don't watch movies, but okay, so like I'll if put Sergio that, I'll was saying it was a classic, I would believe it. Okay, so it's not a classic <laughs> like that. I'm thinking it's a classic to put alongside like a Pineapple Express, super bad. Um, but also to somebody who doesn't watch movies and is knows that movie and has seen that movie. Can, that kind of proves that it's a classic. Did you watch it by yourself or did you go yes. with? Yes. No, I, 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 oh, okay. I've seen it by myself That's and I've lot. seen it with someone else. Okay. I believe you now. And I was in the right state of mind <laughs> to watch it to watch it in its entirety and I was just like, <laughs> just <laughs> laughing. Like, have you seen the Titanic? Yes. See, exactly. It's a classic. He's not in the movie. He's a Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. Classic. classic. I, I'll agree. Okay. I love Shrek yeah. movies. I'll do too. Um... You know what I realized the other day? That I met Nano for the first time at after the Mezcal show. Yeah, so but did I. I did not realize it until I was thinking because, like, so it was, like, my first, you know, big show show that I didn't have to leave right after my set. And so I was in the back eating, like, cheese fries that I hadn't eaten anything because I get nervous and I don't eat before I go on stage. Yeah. And, um, and so I had, like, I didn't know we were going up front and there was no napkin, so I had, like, cheese on my fingers and so I was like <laughs> licking my fingers <laughs> and uh, Sergio came uh, not Sergio um, not Nano not. came up and he was like hey you did good job and I was like oh thanks and he's like and he like put his hand out and I was like uh, he goes, oh never mind he goes I saw you lick your fingers he goes give me an elbow <laughs> 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 and I was like alright and then like later on I like realized oh hey Nano was like you know the cheese guy. I was the cheese no, person. It, 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 when he came, when he came on the podcast, he mentioned to us that it was that show that inspired him. Yeah, I heard that. And yeah. So that was. I mean, that's I think really that's cool. really awesome too. What yeah, you guys are doing for other people, even because me included, I ended, I ended up going up for a little bit, like no, no, just five weeks or so. Yeah. He, he probably did it for a little longer, um, but you guys have motivated people to try out to get out of the comfort zone yeah it was alright it was fun I, I really enjoyed it when it worked but it was eh when it didn't <laughs> Richie went up yeah, yeah. 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 He, 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 he had fun he, he did he did really well yeah yeah. he did, he did pretty well he, he did, did the, yeah <laughs> he didn't do that one really he, uh, he didn't do that wow. one he like had his own material oh. that I'm sure he, he wrote out you know, he's prepared for that I realized um, afterwards that Richie's one of Richie's jokes or whatever uh, about him and his brother, I was like, hey, he's like a reverse bomba because, you know, it's like Richie was like the, the golden child in that movie. 
and Bob wasn't. Damn. So, <laughs> so Richie, if you're listening, you can you can use it. <laughs> but I, I hope he goes up tomorrow too. Yeah. Got to talk to him today. Well, I kept I kept asking him. I was like, "You gonna be you gonna be here next week? You gonna be here next week?" Like kind of bugging him. I want <laughs> I want people to you know try it if they if they if they have fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he looks like he had fun yeah, last week. Yeah, I asked him. I was like, "Dude, dude, it, did you have fun at least?" He's like, "I fucking love." It. Yeah, I, I had yeah. fun. He he said he told me he was so scared. I feel bad for saying this, but he was like, "Dude, I was so scared. I've never been more scared it in is, my life, it dude." Is <laughs> Monday, bro. I told you it was like Monday was different for me because we we've spoke, you know, before. We do it for a long period of yeah. time, and then I was like so confident until I got up to the stage and I was like, uh, you, feel, you feel the eyes looking at uh, you, I just real nervous, and I was like, what the fuck? And I <laughs> felt myself just uh, uh, fidgeting with my feet and just my legs, and I was like, what in the fuck is going on? It was just it was a weird feeling. It's it really the stage, was. man. It's, a, yeah. it's entirely different. It's entirely different, man. You Is that why we're in a basement? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we if we are in front of even three people right now, it'd, it'd make it different. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, that's that's. I always tell people. I, I have somebody else um, talking about. You know, they're like, "Oh man, you know, I really." Um, enjoy watching y'all and you know y'all he goes I think stand up is like the hardest thing in the world and he goes I've been working on stuff for like three years and I'm still too scared to get on stage and do it he goes but I will one day I just want to break through that wall I'm like well you can do it I mean to me I feel like the scariest thing is like the first time on stage is being on the other side yes (laughs) and I mean I know you did really well your first time um, if I remember the story correctly, and mine was like terrible, <laughs> and so I always tell myself, I'm just like, it's nothing is gonna be worse than that first time for me, because it was just bad. When, when, you, when you initially went up, did you ever like need to read like out of a like a journal or anything? No, because I was I I went with the anticipation of just going to see other people do it, and then while I was up there. Um, like there, there was no mic or anything, and uh, my friend told Janine, he goes, "Oh yeah, we came in here for open mic, but there's nobody here." And she's, like, "Oh, we can set it up." She goes, "Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "Uh, sure." I was like, "I can wing it." And no, I, yeah. Yeah. I could not. For anybody's first time, be prepared. Don't don't get a big dick. If it's a cold don't, in the room, yeah. I, I promise you're still gonna sweat on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's a yeah. anxiety-driven sweat. Oh my goodness. You know what I had, I yeah it was it was sweat and then like the next time I sweated on stage, I was doing a show at a church, and um, I was like they yeah, they told me go like if you want to talk a little bit about yourself before you get started on your jokes like you can do that and I was like oh, okay well this is perfect because I have marriage jokes and I can tell people I'm married and I can start with that. Yeah. Don't ever go out of order unless you know it forwards and backwards and you can like get in between <laughs> yeah. and like mix it up in your head. And um, I I did my marriage bits and like those went really great with the crowd and then it just fell off from there because I couldn't remember where I was or how to like get back into you had to have the an middle. outline in your head of yeah this, an and so like and I had one and it was so bad like my husband left <laughs> he yeah. was there with me wow. and he just like took a picture of me I was like I was like hey will you take a picture of me so I can put on my stuff and he was like yeah he took a picture of me and he walked out <laughs> and um, <laughs> then I started talking about you know some of my my other bits that I have him in and it was just like I'm 
grasping for straws and <laughs> making things up off the top of my head. And it was like those, they were chuckling, but it was like those, oh, bless your heart kind of chuckles. <laughs> and at the end of it, like I was like sweating bullets. I remember I was like so hot and wet because I was sweating and then um, they like you know go to shake my hand and like give me my envelope with money and I was like (laughs) I don't deserve this And, uh, How long did they want from you? How much time did you do? They wanted 15 minutes and so I stayed up there 15 minutes oh. and uh, it was they were See, just like thank you for coming and I was just like that's one obstacle <sighs> you had that I that I haven't had. I know like, you is you like, your stuff. When, when I when I started doing stand up uh, I was already I already introduced myself to the comedian the other West Texas comedian, oh, uh-huh. right? And so when I was put on shows they knew I was a new guy, mm-hmm. and they would just give me small, small pieces of time, five to seven minutes. That was always my my thing, you know. Right. And because they knew it, they knew they knew comedy, they knew how it worked. Right. With you, you're just you just kind of jumped with, into it. It was with the public, yeah. And they think, oh, she she does it. It must be easy. And yeah. People know you. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. You know? It must be easy yeah. for her because how hard is this to do? Yeah. And then like you know, you're, of course you're gonna say yes because it's a gig. Yeah. So that's something I never, I never experienced. Was people thinking, oh, oh, let's just take him and put him put him up on stage and do twenty minutes, even though he's yeah. only done this for a month. Right. He's yeah. gonna do twenty minutes. You know. And I mean, thankfully I had been in it like a year already, but like you know, because. Once in a while, we talk about it on, like, the morning show or whatever. Yeah. And so I had somebody call me at work and say, hey, they're like, we know you do comedy. Would you be interested in doing, um, you know, like, 15 minutes for, like, a church banquet or something? And I was just like, oh, yeah. I was like, all right. And they're like, and I was like so what's the crowd going to be like? And they're like, oh, probably, like, 4 to 99, you know, just anywhere in between there. And so I started, like, I, I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I started talking to y'all, and y'all were like, I don't know if I could do you know, 15 minutes at a church. Are you nervous? And I was just like, no. And then I, I started getting in my head and then I ended up sitting with like the pastor and the pastor's wife there while we were eating like dinner beforehand. And I was just like, and it wasn't, I don't know, like before I go up on stage, I like to kind of like be by myself yeah. to kind of like run through things <laughs> in my head or at least like, you. you know, I don't mind hanging out with John or whatever because he knows. <clears throat> but, um, they were like talking and asking questions and I was having to interact with them and it was fine, but I was just like starting to second guess myself and I was like looking at all the kids around and I was like, man, is, is my soap bit like too much? Like, is that too far? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's one of my favorites ever. <laughs> like the first time you told it, I think you told that one at Levi's. Yes. That yeah, was I the think very so. Yeah, first yeah. Time. That was the very yeah. first time I ever heard you say that, and I was dying. Dude, I thought it bombed so bad at Levi's because oh, well, I couldn't hear any feedback because we were outside. Yeah. yeah. And um, people that I knew from work came in to come see me, and she brought like like she was like the head of the VA or whatever, and she brought like the top three people with her, and they were like, "Hey, we all came out to support you." Wow. And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then like I couldn't hear anything, and they were like in the very back in the corner in the dark shade and I was just like oh man that sucked so bad and they came out and they're like you did good and I was like no I didn't (laughs) (laughs) and but um funny story so like they they didn't know whether to laugh or not because they were like we're out here we're from the bay like all these people are gone already they're not in big spring anymore but um they were like, can we laugh at that joke? Is it appropriate for I mean, we're not at work, but we're still, you know, yeah. associate with the VA. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And um, they're like, we thought it was funny. We just, we didn't know. And so 
they actually turned it into like a joke of theirs because one of one of the guys um, was like very um, professional, mm-hmm. I guess. And he was very uncomfortable with uh, the peppermint stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they would just be like, whenever they come on for radio interviews together, uh, one would be like, hey, I dare you to talk about the peppermint stuff. And he was like, no. Or like, you know, <laughs> a big old bowl of like peppermints in our lobby. And they're like, hey, there's peppermints over there. You want something? He's like, no. <laughs> and so, like, on his very last day, I got to do um, just like a few words about, you know, thank you. It was great meeting you and whatever. And, and I brought him like a pack of icebreakers. <laughs> and like so the people that were at the at the open mic knew what that was about. And I was like, here's some icebreakers, so maybe you always have a way to break the ice. And um, he was just turned beat red. He's like, I can't believe you brought this up today. <laughs> That's fun. But, That's fucking um, awesome, dude. It it was a it was a lot of fun. But I was like, oh I was like really flattered that like they had a, a running gag yeah. from that joke. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Your jokes impacted people. Uh, yeah, so I was just like, "That's, that's so cool." And, and in a good way too. Yeah. You know, yeah. they all got to fucking laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just it's intense, man. I, I like I've seen the growth that you both have had. Um, I, I don't remember exactly when you started doing the comedy. Like what time period it was. Um, but I know that, I mean, you've been around for a while. How long have you exactly? Um, last, I started last March. Last March? Yeah. So, it's about mm-hmm. a year and a half now, nice. almost. Look at yeah. you. Nice. I know, and then I saw something the other day on Facebook that was like, you know, some like, no matter how hard it gets or whatever, um, don't oh, quit yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you've come yeah. a long way or whatever. And I was like, I mean, I didn't feel like I needed it like that day, but I was. Now it's just something that's in my head now. Just like hey, keep, you've gone way too going. far to stop now. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I think too. It's like three years doing this. It's like I can't fucking quit. Yeah. You know, I I, re- I really can't. And even if I did, I'd feel like ashamed of myself. Mm-hmm. Like you gave you gave up on something that you know <laughs> I, I you know I could have had. Not like be fucking famous or anything. Right. But, you know, at mm-hmm. least make <laughs> maybe. 20 grand a year. <laughs> so, where do you plan to live for 20 grand a year? No, no, no that's the joke. It's, it's, below, it's below average wage. Live on welfare. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a comedian. I'm a stand-up comedian. comedian. Uh, you're going to have to get a real job. <laughs> where are you staying at? Oh, the shelter. <laughs> they let me stay there for free. <laughs> They just let me stay at the venues that they booked me in. Oh. <laughs> they just say, watch the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I'm fucking loving this, man. I love every single minute I get to do stand-up. It's like that, like, there was one time, like, a couple weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go, man. I just don't oh, yeah, 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 yeah. feel like Then you it. showed up. And I showed because, like, because, <laughs> like, an hour after I sent that message, I was like, stage like, uh, I, got, I had that fucking itch I was like I gotta go on stage I just wanna do it and I went up I went up I think I said some new shit too yeah 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 it was it, yeah. the new shit that I've been working on yeah I always like get not like down on myself but I'm just like man this poor audience they, it's the same people in there you know, and I'm and like some, they hear the same jokes over it? and over somebody mentioned that to me and I was like man you're out here at an open mic you know it's like this is where they come to practice for the shows that yeah, they have. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I Have you seen that show, um, Getting Coffee with Comedians? Yeah, I just 
Saw that Comed- for the first time yesterday. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw, like, I, I started watching it, and I was just like, hmm. And then I stopped watching it for a long time, and then I picked back up, and I was like, oh, I was like, their episodes are like, you know, not even 20 minutes. I was like, I can get through this. And I started off with the one with Eddie Murphy. Have y'all seen that one yet? Uh, that's when I saw. La- I think I, I don't know if it was last night or the night before, but I really recently watched that. And I, that got me like hooked back on it again. And so yeah. I was just like, he mentions in it, he's like, you know, the how he wants to get, you know, one day he'll get back into stand up or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I just got to get back in there and get back to you know working on it or um, working it out. Or yeah, something I like saw that. like. I saw like screenshots of that that dialogue. You yeah, know? and um, and so I was like, it, I don't know, it just kind of clicked. Like, you know, there are days when I don't want to go because I'm just like, it's the same jokes and the mm-hmm. same people, and you know, it's not like I've had the best responses for this jokes I feel like so far. But I don't know, just the way he said it, it made me realize, you know, it's it's like any other thing that you do, you have to go and you have to practice and you have to just stay yeah. at it's, it. It's even like it's, it's not about the crowd; it's about what you're. You know, like the like repetition. It's the practice, the exactly. um, the experience of it. Um, whether they laugh or not is always going to be a variable. It depends on whether they're listening. It depends on the amount of drinking that they've had, the yeah. amount of drinks they've had, the time of night it is, and, you know, how full it is and whatever. So there's so many variables to that. But that's where you go to practice. That's where you go to practice for the shows where people are only focused on you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's when you want to make sure that it's super, super smooth and everything's worked out. Yeah. And um, so, like, this la- I was, like, super nervous about the show because I, I bombed on the Thursday before. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, oh. And that purple shirt that I have, that's, like, a jink shirt. That was, like, the same shirt that I bombed at that church. Oh, God. And, um, I also had that shirt on for, like, whenever I bombed at the West Texas Taco Championship, which I was just introducing somebody, and I messed up, like, <laughs> hardcore. And then I bombed, like, with that shirt on at the Desert Flower, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to wear this shirt on for the show on Sunday. And then I was like, mm, no, no, I'll, I don't know, maybe. And then I took it to the flower, and I bombed, and I was like, you know what? It's definitely the shirt. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> It's the fucking shirt. It's the shirt. Honestly. I'm never going to wear it on stage. And, um, but no, I was like, I was relieved because I feel like if I have a bomb before a show, like it kind of like breaks up the tension a little bit for mm, me. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, so that was like, if that happens, you know what it feels like again, yeah. and it's not going to – it may be as bad as that. But. I, I hate to say the words, but it almost lowered, lowers your standards for the outcome. And then if you do any better than you did, mm-hmm. it's already like, oh – Hell yeah. This is better than I expected. Yeah. I hate coming in hot, like, feeling like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to rock this shit, you know? And then yeah. it's just like, mm. Yeah, just <laughs> deflated. And they're like, oh, it was good. It was, it was okay. Like, no, no, <laughs> it was a, like a lot bigger in my head. But that's how I built up the church. I was like, I'm going to get this. And then, no. <laughs> no. That's what, what's fun about working, working on materials. Like, you don't know what the fuck is going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And as long, like, again, as long as you believe the material eventually you'll get a laugh out of it you know mm-hmm. i've done so many jokes that i can't e- i can't even re- remember where like i can't even remember how to say them you know like mm-hmm. my first year starting out i would always write up new shit until until after the first year i was like you know what fuck it let's let's do an act all right uh-huh. stop making up new shit do an act and get get that solid you know 
funny. I had a tiny notebook that um, I, I told a friend. I was like, I've always wanted to do stand-up. And he was like, why don't you? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I have this small notebook. When it fills up with stuff, I'm going to... I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna go to an open mic, and so that you know that before that first night, I had my my little notebook filled up, and he was like, "Well, remember what you said," and I was like, "You're right." I was like, "I'll," I was like, "I will look," and then it turned up being you know more than what I bargained yeah. for. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I was so excited to write things down. Like I would keep my book with me, like like as often as you do. You keep it like yeah. basically in your back pocket. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> and that, that would be right now, sadly, but. Yeah. And um, I would take it with me everywhere. I'd write everything down because I was so excited about it. And then, like, I don't know, I guess, like, after the first year, I was just kind of like, um, I could bring it with me, but it's just so big and bulky. I'm just like, ah, just whatever. And so I just make excuses for not bringing it. But now I'm just like, like, I have it in my purse right now. I'm trying to, like, get back into the habit of writing things yeah, down when yeah. they when they come across, at least, like, the premise of something, you know? Yeah, as long as you just write it down, you know? Just the trick is to not forget it, you know? Right. Because, like, I, we've all done it. You do it, I do. Think of something that's funny. And then five minutes later, you're like, fuck. It's what gone. It? It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone forever, and it's not coming back. Do you ever, like, try to tell somebody, um, like, an idea that you have, and you're, like, in, like, in your head, it, like, makes you chuckle. And then you, like, start saying it out loud, and they're like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess that could work. Like, like... <laughs> Like dumb jokes, yeah, things that I think of that mm-hmm. are situational based. Yeah, just to say it to be funny, yeah. Right. As for like developing material, mm-hmm. no, I'm very, you just like keep that you very I, I, secret. I keep it to myself. Wow. I, I I do like every now and then mm-hmm. I will say a bit, mm-hmm. but I won't tell people it's a bit. I am. Um, I have my friend that I used to work with. I would bounce things off of him, and if he did one of his chuckles where he like his whole body shook, I was like, "That's a keeper." <laughs> and, um, other times he just like nod his head or whatever. I'm like, "Okay, it's not ready yet." <laughs> but now he doesn't work with me anymore. I don't see him as often, and so and now you do with stand up. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so now I'm just like, hmm. Um, so yeah, now now I'm just like in conversations or whatever, like. You know, let's say we're we're talking about whatever, and, and I make a joke or whatever, and like it lands well, and it and, you know I'm not really thinking about stand up, but I'm just like, yeah. oh, I need to I need to write that down somewhere. Just that just that tag that yeah, line, just see if whatever it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot a lot of it I, I keep I keep to myself, man, because I just I, I like being secretive. <laughs> I, I've always I've always liked the people that moved very low key. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what sort of industry it was, whether right. it was a musician, a comedian video game industry it didn't fucking matter to me as if they kept their shit secret that's mm-hmm. what made it so much better that's yeah cause like there's you know there's a bunch of comedians out there that'll that'll take out their book and they'll start reciting the joke to you and mm-hmm. like I don't like that like I get like yeah cool man if that's your idea go for it but I don't know what you were expecting from me you know yeah. like it, it, it just never worked in my opinion I always notice that when people pull out their book I mean I I've had my sheets and stuff up there with me before and um well I mean like in conversation not up not up on stage oh wait what do you yeah, mean yeah like like when like if we're like in a group of comedians or something like that uh-huh. and somebody pulls out their phone or their book or something and just starts reciting their material to you to like get confirmation that it's good oh okay and it's like I've never like no hate against that I don't yeah. think you're a shitty comedian or anything but that's just that's not the way I feel you should be 
doing your material. You should right. be doing your material on stage. You know what? <laughs> I don't think I've ever asked another comedian about, um, hey, what do you think about this? I mean, I know there's been another person that I know that, that does comedy, and they're like, hey, we should workshop together. And I'm I'm totally about that. Like, Yeah, to, I, de- to deconstruct jokes and make them better, yeah. Yeah. But as to, like I was uh, saying, recite them, looking yeah. for a laugh, and that's different. Yeah. 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 Um, what am I going to say? So, something that I kind of thought about wanting to do is, like, make skits. You know what? So, every time, like, you ask me this question, I think I give, like, um, the same answer. But I'm just like, ah, oh, I should have said this whenever you asked me. I should have said this. I should have said that. Um, what actually, like, turned me on to comedy was, like, Mad TV. Because, like, those skits were always so funny. Mad TV skits were always fucking funny. They were so... Just nobody watched it. They were so funny. <laughs> they were so freaking funny. They always made me laugh. And, like, I'd always be talking about them, like, the next week at school or whatever. And um, I didn't realize this at the time. And, like, in high school or whatever, like, I would always try to, like, crack jokes to make my friend laugh. And I wasn't, like, the class clown, but I always sat next to her in, like, almost every class. And so I would, like switch things around because I knew she didn't watch it and so I would like make it my own (laughs) I would like tweak it to make it my own or whatever and um, I didn't realize that that is a form of you know plagiarism joke telling (laughs) (laughs) Um, but someone else had done that and um, like years down the road and I was like that's an Angela Johnson bit and I'm just like "Mm." (laughs) and so it was like one of my cousins or whatever they were like telling me about getting her nails done or whatever Mm -hmm. and I was like like I didn't call her out on it or whatever because she was enjoying the laughs in the room but I was just like "Mm, that's an Angela Johnson bit (laughs) and I was like "Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and like it was before I started doing comedy and then I realized I do that and then I think I think um, that's just you know I think people start off like that. I don't know if you yeah, started off the, like oh, that. Oh, yeah, d- definitely. Like, man. you just get excited about it, and you want to, like, tell people the joke. And, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, a lot a lot of <laughs> when I was when I was growing up and, like, getting into stand-up, I'd be, like, 8, 10 years old, already into stand-up, you mm-hmm. know. I would just watch comedians all the time on Comedy Central, constantly. And the best part about it was that, like, you never knew if they were going to be good or bad. <laughs> you never knew, you know? Because, like, in, in a, that was the first time I saw Kevin Hart was on Comedy Central Presents. Really? Yeah, and he was, like, like 24 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. And I thought he was fucking hilarious. And I was like, oh, he was funny. Too bad I'm never going to see him again. I mean, like, here we are 10 years later. <laughs> he just blew up. And then, like, the next ad would come on. Mm-hmm. And he would just be shitty, mm-hmm. you know. You know, he, he he wouldn't be a bad comic. It's just like he wasn't yeah. my my cup of tea. But yeah, I I know what you mean. You want to because I I listen to those jokes. Uh-huh. One joke that I'll always remember that I can tell decently because <laughs> that's the best part about being comedian is that there's always like a slapstick sort of the, or nonchalant way of saying mm-hmm. things. He said something like, uh, "I was in this bar once." And I went to go pee, and this drunk guy comes up behind me, and he just starts talking to me. He's like, hey, man, yada, 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 something. He starts talking to me, just, just being friendly, you know? Mm-hmm. And he comes up to me, and he puts his shoulder around me. And I look at him, and I go, don't touch me while I'm touching me. And that, I just, <laughs> I just, as a little kid, I just fucking died laughing, too. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> but that's how it grows, too, like... The love of comedy, just finding, you know, just watching funny shit all the time. You know, you're just wanting to wanting to say the jokes too, and that's how you learn about delivery too. That's how 
Because we've all seen that one person who's trying to tell a joke that they heard a, a comic say, and they just butcher it. That you know? was me as a kid. Like, I'd be so excited about, like, a George Lopez joke that I heard, and I'd be trying to tell my family about it. And, like, and then and then he was like, and, uh, and oh, oh, oh. And, then, and they're like, you don't know how to tell jokes. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and we're like, boom. <laughs> but I was just like, man, I was like, it's. One, and then I thought, man, I can never tell jokes. I don't know how to tell jokes. And then I don't know. I just nobody. I'm knows. gonna do it. Nobody even knows how. They just figure it out. You just, <laughs> just want to do it. You just want it to happen. Just want if you want to make it out. If you want to make people laugh, you'll eventually figure out how to tell a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I brought up Mad TV because I want to do sketch comedy. I like. I have like these uh, scenarios in my head. Or I'm just like, oh, this would have been so funny. Or like something, I'm doing something. I'm like, oh, what if this had happened like right now? And I think something. you have the perfect amount of enthusiasm and charisma and uh, just the energy, the energy <laughs> that you're going to portray. Because I'd love to do that. Yeah. But I'm shy. I feel like I'm a shy person in front of a camera. Like, I don't know how to like write it out to how it happens. But like in my head, I like... It. Like so there's brainstorming, you know. Like there's telling. a there's like a coffee bit that I want to do, and it, I mean it's something that it's probably not that original, but it's like you know two people at the uh, the coffee pot like at work, and one makes theirs like you know super, you know a lot of cream turns out kind of you know really blonde, and the other one's just like straight black, and um, you know and he's like, or you know his wife comes over to like drop him off his lunch, and she's you know really really blonde you know and uh, he's like you know I like my men I like my women like I like my coffee and I was like you know the other person's like so do I black and bitter damn <laughs> jeez uh, that would be fun to do man that's so down but yeah and you know just like just short skits like not even like long just it's like five minutes yeah bam yeah, or no. maybe not even five yeah, minutes, just like, like just shorter, just like something that's gonna keep people's attention for the minute and a half, two minutes, and then throw it out there and hope it goes viral. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like that, like that could have been like yeah. maybe less than twenty seconds yeah. to get all that in there. And but I don't know, it's just like little little things. But I know it takes so much longer to like actually put it together because you gotta oh, yeah. do yeah, editing. Yeah, editing. Editing, editing is making it. Yeah, but smooth. Comedians in the world acting that out. It's like, who's the fuck's gonna edit it? Not these comedians. They're not gonna fucking do it. Don't look at me. I hate editing. I actually don't mind editing. I made like a couple of videos when I was in college. I don't know how the hell I did it. It was like on some like janky ass like laptop or whatever. Mm. And it was uh, like, I just had some random footage and then like I told the story on top of the footage and like it all rolled together really nicely. And um, I was like, man, I was like, this is what I want to do. I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to do this, but this, I mean, this is fun. And then haven't been able to, like, get the same kind of, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I was just like, I don't know how to do it anymore. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but just, like, I don't know. Like, I would just, like, not stress, but I would just, like, so focused on, like, getting the clip exactly oh, right. God, yes. That is, like, what I love, just getting it, lining it up. I like the final product. I can't say that I like editing but I do love stepping back and being able to say I did that so I do it because it's part of the job but I don't like it <laughs> we all have things about our jobs we don't like yeah. right yes 
I told my boss today, dude, I'm done. If I ain't get two mil on the next paycheck, I'm out. <laughs> I need I need something a little better. I had to sign up for this regular, <laughs> regular wage shit. <laughs> I know um. my worth. <laughs> <laughs> my worth is two million tonight. <laughs> it better happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back real quick on collaborations, um, I feel like I just need to like throw this plug in there. If you want to get connected to your community, I feel like you need to make an effort to just to get in there and be a part of things. You know, um, like the Chamber of Commerce. Like people are like, I don't know what that is. That sounds fancy. Well, I mean, it's just you know, it's just basically saying, hey, I want to be part of the community and. You know, they pay, like, you know, depending on what they are, they pay the fee for the year, and then they're not obligated to do things, but they have the opportunity, hey, do you want to help out with this event? You know, it'll get your name out there and your name, you know, in front of people. And there are actually some people that only go to the Chamber of Commerce list because they have to be voted in as a member. Um, and so it just kind of says, yeah, you know, we, we approve of them. They're a good company. Yeah, so even if I applied, I wouldn't make it in. Well, you have to. <laughs> you got to be voted in for this shit. Well, it's just like. Uh, like, well, he's got the money to get in, so maybe. What What is like the jankiest business you think here in Big Spring? The jankiest. Would you describe not, that? Would you Would you say it? Yeah. Would you say it? Or I know you don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, bargain Mart easily. Hmm. Bargain Mart really? I'm I don't know. Would describe janky. Like. Janky, like they sell like inappropriate things or like oh. things where you're like, oh, oh I don't uh, know where I mean, stuff happens the there. Junk Mart, the fucking gold rush. It just depends on what you're talking about. That that one. Okay. Probably would not make it. I don't know. It's but a I don't business, know. People- and to be honest, it's like, where's your support? Because they're supporting all these bars. Do you know what happens at these bars? Yeah. Cocaine. What? <laughs> I promise you, at every bar there's cocaine. Yep. Oh. And some yeah, of these yeah. bars are like, hey, you know, I don't know that any of them are in the chamber. Oh, you know what? No. Like, um, the, what is it? Not the smoke shop. It is the vapor. Vape shop. The yeah. vape shop. There's some vape shop. Whatever. I don't know what it's called. So, like, some people had, you know, the reservations about it because it... I don't know, because, like, the Joel thing with, like, the kids, and I don't know, like, that. Uh, media-driven shit. Like that. Oh, God, they're getting brainwashed <laughs> by the news, too. Oh, I my mean, goodness. And it is what it is. It's happening, but you're not going to stop it by not yeah. supporting a business. Well, man, it's, it's a member, but I'm just saying, like, people people have their reservations, and I just think, I mean, because it doesn't have to be unanimous vote. But, okay. But I think if it just shows. Going back, just to kind of understand a little bit. From the perspective of the Gold Rush, the oldest running uh, smoke shop in town, why? Sh- what what benefit would they have from even being a part of it? I don't know. I, I because they have their customer base. Yeah. They have location. You're right. Convenience. They have. They don't need to promote. They don't have a single poster, banner, anything anywhere in town. They they have a great location. I mean, it's yeah. it's there and the right next to the junior high. Right next. Yeah, right next to the junior high. You know how easy that was to sneak away in between classes? I knew... No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, whoa. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not about to talk but, like that about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I, yeah, it's like a committee thing. So, you just... They have and to see, vote. I would understand, like... I don't 
I'm not like my photography, for example, which is just an example of what I could submit as. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily have something that's like dirty or anything. No. But people like find me on Facebook, they're going to find my profile. People find my profile. It's, it's, and that's. It's not that deep. That's it, what I'm saying. It's not that deep. It's just the, the business part of it. Just because they sell dildos. Like if you were doing child pornography, they'd be like, no, oh, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm, no. That's far. That's far. That's far. Okay. Obviously, nobody is going to, you know, that not even be an issue. I do nude shoots, but not But it's it's just voted on. I don't know. I just feel like there's so many opportunities that people can have with the chamber. Some people don't eat it, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, um, but some people do, and some people, you know, they just need. The, I agree. I agree. I think to network through to mm-hmm. meet people, and so that being said, I just feel like plugging into your community, whether it be the chamber or the United Way or you know stuff like that. Yeah. It's, just, it's like just get involved. And yeah, you see, and you say the community, and like I, I, I mean, I loved going to it because it's like. More more than anything, it's networking, and that I mean to me that 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 is what the the only uh, um, upfront asset that I would have, the benefit that I would have from joining them, would be that more people would know my name. Yeah. You know, plain and simple, they don't know anything about me. But hey, do you know if it's oh, you know what? Uh, what was his name? You know? Yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah. You know, it's just networking, getting out there, and then also oh. Oh, what, what is so really good furniture? Oh, well, you know what? You can go to Aaron's, but, I mean, you can have something cool and go get it at the, the, the one downtown. Yeah. You know, and just refer people. And that, that is how small businesses grow. That is how small towns flourish. Um, so, I mean, I, I see the value in joining. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't... Personally, I don't think, like, I would... Uh, I'm in a spot where I need to because I'm not ready to devote my time entirely to my photography mm-hmm. I have my full time job this the the following comics around the the show on Monday you know whatever yeah and so I stay busy so it's like where else am I going to fit something in yeah you know so it's just like you said it's just networking is probably yeah, like networking. the main main thing from it um, you would be surprised how many rich people you meet getting drunk oh well, I don't like, surprised. like people, people with money like to have fun, and you yeah. know they live a stressful life because it's not easy getting the money, whatever you know. And so they're out there drinking, and they're like, "Oh, well, come, come over here." And then you start networking, and you find you know people with you know some power, some say in town um, that I don't know, like help you as well, you know. Yeah. And like businesses, I've had businesses ask me before. And I, there was one that I didn't have a chance to do, but uh, I got asked to do, like, um, a photo shoot of food for a menu, mm-hmm. for, like, a whole menu for yeah. a restaurant in town. And I wasn't able to do it at the time, but it's like, I, I, I don't know, it's just word of mouth, you know? Yeah. There's so many ways to, to get out there. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to, I don't know how this is going to go, but, uh, you know, the other day you brought up Sergio about um, you know people not liking Big Spring or you know they're like oh I hate this place or you know whatever Um, but I feel like you know you just gotta you know do your part to to make it better yeah it really is just like the whole getting involved thing yeah it also depends on who you're fucking hanging out with too yeah yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna spend all day just talking to people who are just 
you know, drinking and not networking. They're just drinking to just get fucking wasted. You yeah. Know, like pretty much three times, three times out of the week. And yeah, you're going to run into a bunch of trouble. See, I think, I, think, I think the people getting drunk are the least of your worries. It's the people that think they're better than you. They it's go that. around. It's that. Yeah, that. And, and it's the people with money that think, that think lesser of you just because they have it better than you. Yeah. Because you can meet someone with money that's going to be the most genuine person because they know what it is to have it. They don't, you know, they know what it is to not have it. And they're just more empathetic oh. than sympathetic. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just it just depends on the people because the people that you you're talking about are the people that are you know no good people that are gossiping and just talking about other people that don't. And that, know. that and those, just, yeah, those, those are the people that hang out with people that are always like uh, complaining yeah, about Bigsby. It's like yeah. your friends are your problem, man. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> okay, I haven't liked the town for a long time, and I'm guessing this is kind of where you were going with. I don't know where this is going. Well, I was trying to plug the United Way kickoff benefit on oh, August tenth. Oh, well, um, you can plug that in. Yeah. I'll plug that yeah. in now. Tickets are $20. Get them ahead of time, please. Um, <laughs> it's going to be uh, you know live entertainment, silent and live auctions, which you're going to be part of the silent auction yeah. with Valdez Photography. And um, it's going to be a moose. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We're, still, we're still trying to get the moose they, to come in. They get the moose? <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. The United Way has, you know, they're partnering agencies and, you know, mm-hmm. those agencies really do help out the community, whether it's, you know, victim services or, you know, CASA. Yeah, and and, and that's why I was, I was more than happy to, you know, say, yeah, I'll give you some of my time and I'll do a photo shoot in it. So if you guys want a photo shoot, um, go pay for it at the United Way as a part of the silent auction. Yeah. Not the loud one. Yeah. Well, I, and I don't know. We got to see what all we got. Okay. But, um. So they usually like do like the high the high ticket items or whatever mm-hmm. for the live auction and see how that goes, but um, yeah. So I think uh, the silent auction is going to be there. It's going to be quite a few items. It looks like we've gotten nice. um, commitments for. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Uh, the last time I was at the live act, uh, a, a live or a live auction was uh, the the Pine yeah, Polio, right? Uh, Yep, that one, and then there was the, also the other one, the uh, the one at the chili place, the chili cook-off down at the Eagles Lodge. There's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so right. That one, that one was my first one, and then I did get to see the one at the Pines for Polio. Um, but yeah, like, especially like, like I said, I, I hadn't liked Big Spring for a while, and it wasn't until I started hanging around downtown for the last nine months every week, multiple times a week, <laughs> that I started liking it because I started seeing the growth that was happening, and I saw it all right before my eyes. I was experiencing, you know, comics coming up uh, from being shy people to being, you know, the ones that are getting called out to do stuff around town. It's just, it's really cool to see the way Big Spring has grown and the people around me have grown because it's like, that's who I want to surround myself with. Yeah. People that are constantly growing and people that are like looking for a way to be, be better. Yeah. In, in every way. So yeah, I am more than happy to be a part of what's going down at the United Way. And I don't want to say that like, I have a bad image or I have a bad rep. Like as a business, I think I'm still, I'm, st- I'm doing okay. I haven't, I've never had anybody say something poor about me. I, I think you're doing great, man. Like, I mean, if, if you would just go off your Facebook profile, then they don't know yeah, you yeah. <laughs> at all. But, um, and, I, and I love that you say that because I've said that so many times in a Facebook post that people still don't take me seriously <laughs> when it posted. But one of the, I mean, still to this day, one of the 
best compliments I've ever received was from you when you were like, I love that when you speak, you speak with a purpose. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was deep, man. (laughs) I had to like analyze that. I was like, like, I've never heard you just like ramble on about some bullshit that you really didn't know what you were talking about. Like you always have a reason to speak. And then like some of the early podcasts that y'all did where you were talking about Jordan Belfer and how you want to like be in a position where you can like motivate people and kind of help oh, them yeah. organize their shit you know, and, and I together. still, I, like I have had this like little bit of me that itches to do a motivational speech and it's just like go out there and just more so interact with people have them ask me questions and how to overcome their you know objections mm-hmm. um and I don't know how well that would go because I don't know what objections all people have. And I haven't experienced everything, but I've experienced a lot. So I feel like I could give good advice, but um, more so it's just keeping people motivated, getting people to believe in themselves mm-hmm. when that's the last thing they can do. Yeah. You know, they, they feel like it's like, this is the last thing I can do. I don't know how to do this. I, I quit. I'm like, yo, hold on. Take your time. Slow down. Yeah. Take it back. And think it over. Like, what didn't work? What can work? Are yeah. we trying this? Like, just yeah. different things. You know, I had somebody um, kind of give me, like, a, a talk or whatever. They were saying, um, they're like, you need to make it out to a comedy club. They're like, because you don't know if your stuff works until you get into a comedy club. Mm-hmm. They have no experience in comedy. And so I was like, well, I was like, I don't know. I was like, the biggest reward for me is, like, when I'm at the Desert Flower and people are not there to listen to comedy and all of a sudden, you look up and, like, they're paying attention to you. They're listening. Yeah, even if and, it's seven of them. Yeah, and, like, you know, there's, they had no intention to pay attention to you, but you made them pay attention. And so, to me, that's, like, the biggest reward is making people pay attention. Yeah. And so, I felt like at a comedy club, he was like, well, he goes, if you go to a comedy club, you know, people will be there to listen. And so, you know, you can get a feel if, like, your stuff is, like, really, really good, if it's worthy or whatever. And so, and I was like, well... And I was like, you know, the, com- the closest comedy club that I know of is in Lubbock. And he was like, so? He's like, drive there. And I was like, but I get up early in the morning. They're like, so? They're like, I mean, if you really want it, you'll do it. And I was like, I only have one you know, one vehicle family, man. He's like, so rent a car. And so, like, everything that I, like, put up, he was just, uh, like, giving me something. Said, it was a little annoying, but I was like, you know what? I mean, he's definitely this? right. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it is annoying because people are like, all right, dude. It's like, it's I'm not there yet. Like, don't, like, shut the fuck up. Like, stop. <laughs> Yeah. Stop. Uh-uh. I'm not there right now, but I know that it is an excuse that I'm making, but I'm making it for a reason. It's just it becomes a reason, not an excuse. Like you don't you don't want to go out and have to spend fifty dollars on a car rental for a day, you know? Yeah. Just because why? Yeah. Like, let it, you're having fun with it for now, and that's what I love about you guys. You guys are you're driven by the fun of it, not by like, man, I'm doing this, I'm gonna be famous and I'm gonna be rich. You know, you're like fuck it, I didn't do so well tonight. And then some days you're like, yo, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> um, but I just want to, real quick, just want to say thank y'all. Because, I mean, y'all are y'all are great people. Like, thank you. People you know. wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't know looking at y'all's Facebook faces sometimes, posts sometimes. But um, <laughs> y'all, y'all are great. I love y'all so much. Like, y'all have such great energy, and y'all really make me want to better myself. Yeah. Like you, oh, you, like for real, thank like, you. you know, is with, you know, business and, you know, just staying focused and dreams and like, you know, just your fitness transformation. I'm just like, dang. Well, that, that, that's <laughs> long gone, girl. I'm transforming again. Transforming again. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Y'all are just like so, yeah. so driven, man. And like, you know, Sergio, if you're, you know, just. 
that is ambition that that is drive man i just really admire like how much you love comedy and just keep pushing and he takes it so personal too it's all dedication it's all the passion behind it though yeah and it it really like makes me happy to know that like like at least with y'all and and more other people in my life or whatever that um, it's like those you know just kind of cheesy Facebook memes or it's like surround yourself with people that make you want to be better surround yeah (laughs) it's true you become who you surround yourself yeah with yeah exactly and I've said that for very long and the words you know you surround you you become Mm -hmm. who you surround yourself with and it's all about perspective. It just depends on how you look at things. Yeah, and like because you can be pessimistic about it, or you can make the yeah. best out of it. Yeah, and then like another thing that I saw is like if you are like the if you're doing the best out of your circle, then you need a different circle. Yeah, or whatever, because you need a you always need to find room to grow yes. and have since be surrounded by people that inspire you to grow. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. There you go. Yeah. See, <laughs> speaking with purpose. Yeah. There you go. I still I still want to I still want to get my my little I don't know like I want people to like go there for that like I don't care if it's on a Tuesday at you know six o'clock just way before anybody else gets there get ten people to come out and listen to me and like you know what you should just do like Facebook videos it's like one minute Facebook video here's your here's your thing for the week (laughs) you don't know about that (laughs) videos are weird videos are weird I don't do well in front of a camera I know angles and that's why pictures are okay but I don't do videos <laughs> <laughs> just gonna like candid video you while you're going off on one of your motivational stuff <laughs> dude it, I, I went off on ham what was it Monday when no Monday well, yeah Monday we were like we were talking I was like dude believe in yourself get yeah, out of your yeah, comfort yeah, zone yeah, 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 yeah. and I went hard we were probably yeah. talking for a good 20 minutes yeah and it was really really fucking coincidental and it was a beautiful thing that it all happened because he kind of went up to Jeremiah and he was like, hey man, how long you been doing this? Getting the shows, like having all this stuff that comes together. Uh, oh no, it was, a, yeah, the Kevin Farley, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I remember, not, you you talked to me about, about all that and then like five minutes after. He we came talking, up. Yeah, we, uh, Jer, Jer, no, Jeremiah, we talked to Jeremiah. He pretty much just confirmed everything he said, you know. He was like, hey, no, because I think you asked him how long he had been doing it in yeah, the shows. Yeah. He told you he started off in like 2006, I think, mm-hmm. booking shows and doing stuff like that. And then I was like, Jeremiah, real quick, I have a question for you. How many times have have you failed or won more times? He was like, dude, I've failed so many more times than I've ever won. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, dude, you're not going to win them all. Yeah. And so everything that I was saying, yeah, I mean, he was yeah. just like. As a comic, you learn that really fast. Well, I think that's like as an artist, yeah. you have to learn that really fast. Yeah. You know, you, like you're gonna get rejected. Uh, the hundred times you get rejected, you're gonna get accepted once. I feel like because people in general need to understand. That. I yes. agree with I that. I mean, with anything, business, relationships, just anything like that applies for any and everything. Yeah. There's it's, too. There's way too many people out there that expect success in a small amount of time. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're not thinking realistically. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to bust your ass if you if you want to even get decent at what you want to do. You know, you're gonna have to bust your ass for it. Yeah. Because like people still people look at me, coworkers look at me. Mm-hmm. I know they're they're thinking like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. There's not there's nothing in it for what one, one, one coworker that isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, she just kind of said it like passive aggressively mm-hmm. one time. Uh, 
she she was like, you, you got she said something like, you got to start putting in more hours, Sergio. You know, comedy ain't paying you or something, something like, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like something like that. I was like, well, fuck you. Like, yeah. this, is what I, this is what I want to do. I know, I know I should, but I mean, like, it's it's not like I'm going to, I don't look at the money. Yeah. A lot of, too many people look at the dollar sign. Uh-huh. And if, if you're passionate about something, that's got, that has to come second. Yeah. Always. And you shouldn't you shouldn't be stupid and burn through all your fucking money doing doing what you're passionate about. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But see, and I've, I've it, like you said, it's something that you know takes a lot of time, and uh, you, you'll lose a lot of times. Um, I've been doing this for ten years, and I finally am to the point where I feel like I'm probably named within the the the, the first top five photographers that people like. Looking for recommendations. I get tagged and stuff often, and so do a lot of other people. But there's probably two or three others that I know of for sure have more so a full-time job because they're they're uh, one of them is a stay-at-home mom, and she's a she, they're excellent photographers. I will mm-hmm. I will give credit where credit is due any day. Um, so excellent excellent artists, um, but they they have the availability to be able to do it full time, and you right. know. That's why they have the experience that they have. That's why they have the time, the day, the light. They, they have everything that, to work with as compared to I have to get off at work, whether it's at 5.30, it's 7.30. You know, I, I don't have all the options that they do. Right. Um, and that's okay because people know that if they do hire me, even if it's not them, like if we, we set something up, mm-hmm. I'm, like I, I, I pride myself on the quality that I do provide like the pictures that I yeah the pictures that I do post I'm rather proud of and I've done well I've learned a lot seeing where I came from Mm -hmm. um but it's taken me 10 years Mm -hmm. you know it's 10 years now that I've been doing photography and now people know me as the photographer or the Facebook guy yeah (laughs) I earned that one a lot faster though the Facebook guy it's like are you that guy from Facebook like hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah what's up so like I don't know. Like, um, a friend and I are kind of, you know, starting to talk about doing a, a business, like an, an event business. Um, so like, starting off with, like, kids' parties or whatever and then working our way up from there. And um, so, like, I don't know. Like, they, one of the questions they had asked us whenever we were talking with, like, um, small business development people was, you know, do you could you leave your job right now and devote full time to this and we're like yeah. no god no yeah, exactly. like no this is like you know a side hustle that we want to start and like work into like a business or whatever um and so they're like okay and so it made me wonder like how many people just say you know you know let's leave our jobs let's leave our jobs and you know we got the money from the bank let's let's just go you know zero to a hundred like right now yeah and I'm just like I mean I don't know I'm sure some people will probably do great at it, and then a lot of people probably not so much. Yeah. But, but it, if, 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 well, they, they had get in there. They had the financial <laughs> backing or whatever. Financial support. Yeah. yeah. Fucking quit your job, put 100 percent into it. As long as you know you you can be smart with that money. Yeah. Other than that, keep your fucking job, nope. dude. See, okay, so yes, I, I out of the 10 years that I've been doing photography the only time I ever relied on it 100% when it's what when I was hired as a photographer which was my first job ever mm-hmm. and I was working in Midland so that's the only time photography's ever taken you know everything from me uh, well aside from school then um, because I've never put my photography and said hey I'm gonna make enough money on this to, to survive I've been realistic about it and I've 
gotten the, uh, the the recognition that I have by having it as a little side project, a little hobby, a passion, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's never been just me jumping out there. But I feel like if I were, first and foremost, your 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 body, your your mind is going to start thinking differently the moment that you know that you don't have a job, but you have this tool mm-hmm. to make you money. Whether your tool be a paintbrush, whether your tool be a camera. This is what you do. This is what you're good at. And if you really, like, have no other choice, you will make it work. The power of being broke drives you to do things that you never thought you would. Like, going out there and saying, this is what I'm doing. This is what I can do. I have no other option. My world is shut. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And you go out there and you, you... The way it makes you think, it's like you have to start realizing where you have every single opportunity to paint your picture, take your picture, um, you know, sell your, sell your stuff, whatever you're doing, sell a shirt if you're making, you know, cause it's a, Damon John, one of the shark tanks has mm-hmm. a, has a book called the power of broke. And, um, he says, I, when, when, when we started selling shirts out of like a, a basement, you know, we were, we had three people sleeping in one basement, three different couches. Mm-hmm. And when we weren't working our full-time, you know, delivery jobs, we were in the in the basement. We were sewing. We were hand sewing these shirts, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you had no choice. You know, mom taught me to work my ass off, and whenever I wasn't at work, I was working my ass off. And so it's like the power. Like you're gonna find a way to make it. He started a Fubu. Yeah. And so he has. You know, he he's built himself up from being broke, mm-hmm. just because he had the right mindset, the right perspective of how to do things. And I, I respect the shit out of that. Um, I, I feel like when I've been in a hard spot financially, I find a way to get out. And there's just, I mean, no matter what. Yeah. Just stay afloat. Survival, really. Survival. Survival. The way to survive now is through money. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, just, that's just a fact of life. Yeah, it know? is. You, we can't <laughs> go hunting down yeah. the street, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um... Do you have either one of y'all like um, follow Dave Ramsey at all, or like you know pay attention to his stuff? Just the no. memes. <laughs> Just the memes. Oh wait, wait, Dave. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. The... I was talking about the chef. Oh, I was like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. That's Gordon. Well, are you talking about Jonbenet Ramsey? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave Ramsey, I don't think I know. Dave Ramsey, he's like a financial guru kind of thing. The name he, now rings a bell, but I don't remember. He just has like this uh, financial peace university. And so his thing is like getting people out of debt because um, once you're out of debt, you can live like no one else is because you, you lived like no one else did. And you can give like no one else. So it is basically like getting yourself out of debt so that way you can um, use your money instead of like paying your debt down to or whatever give. to give to I yourself, like to your family, to others around you, uh, just because you want to give, just because you can. That's you know? a beautiful thing. And so, his thing is like paying off your debt, but doing it with like a gazelle intensity. I mean, like not everybody's ready to do the gazelle intensity, which is like, you know, the gazelle isn't always going to outrun the cheetah or you know whatever's chasing it, you know, because they get caught. That's you know their meal. But you know the cheetah is also not running for their life, and so the gazelles, if they really want to keep their life, they're gonna you know. Sometimes they get away because, you know, they're freaking scared. (laughs) Um, And so he's like, you know, one day, you know, whenever you're ready, you hit that wall and you're just like, I'm, I'm, 
I'm tired of this. I'm tired of living like this. And, you know, you just put the, you know, foot on the pedal and just, you know, go from zero to 100 and and just do what you have to do to make it work. At some point in your life, you do get that moment where you, you, you kind of stand up, you wake up one day and you're like, I have got to change what I'm doing. And literally, I I went from not caring about anything to one day waking up and I'm like, I'm tired of leave, living broke. I'm tired of like not being able to have my own shit, not being able to go to the movies if I like back when I was younger even. Right. I can't go to the movies. I can't do this. I can't do that. My friends are all out and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I like I uh, I started. I got a second job. I was working at GameStop. I was working at Sonic, and I was going to high school. Uh, and that's kind of where it all started. And I started just working my ass off. I worked off, worked my ass off more at GameStop because it was air conditioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after I, after the same day I graduated high school, I ended up getting promoted into management, and I've never been anything less since. It was one day I just woke up and I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And same thing when I bought my house. I was like, I'm tired of fucking giving people my money when I, you know, I can just be spending the same amount of money investing in my future. Right. And so one day, literally woke up and I, I went on Facebook and I was like, I need a realtor. And a lot of people uh, tagged Gloria. Gloria Pierce is the one that I went with. She was an awesome, awesome realtor. Um, and... That day, I had Gloria in my office because we worked across the street from each other. Uh, the next day, I had been shown two houses. The next, the the, the second day after I met her, uh, she showed me one or two more houses, and I and I put in an offer on one. And the next day, they accepted. So three days after I woke up saying I don't want to rent anymore, I had already had an offer accepted. My credit had been ran. They had pre-approved me for X amount, mm-hmm. and. I had I was in the middle of buying a house. That's awesome. And it was just so I, I got you know like you're saying you just got to get up and kick it into gear and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm an advocate for getting up and go. <laughs> just for kicking it in the dick and keep on Jeez. going. I mean, it's just it worked. <laughs> so I, I, it, that's why I kind of I, I want to encourage people to hey take your risks. Yeah. Worst case scenario. You, you go in an offer, you make an offer on the house, they don't accept it. You are exactly where you were. Yeah. You, uh, if you go in and apply for a house, know your guidelines. Don't go out there stupid and start applying without knowing what to expect or what to what the minimum requirements are. Um, but it, once you know that you're meeting at least the minimum requirements, go out there, get you know pre-approved and see what the fuck happens. Worst case scenario, it's a hit on your credit. It'll go away in two years. Yeah. So... Bird. I don't know. <laughs> make shit happen. Yeah. You you are, like, the make shit happen guy. Like, if I remember, like, and I don't know, but, like, actually, this the business I was talking about, like, I was just thinking about you and just, like, I mean, stuff happens. I mean, yeah. you're, you're very driven. You're very... The man knows business. Yeah. And, see, yeah. I feel like that's that's what I, what I love so much because I'm out here and I'm, you know, socially drinking... Often, <laughs> right? <laughs> Networking, if you will. Um, but it, but it's like I'm still able to like maintain my responsibilities. I know when to stop. I know when to not cross. What I know when to not cross lines. And sometimes I I do cross lines because I still don't give a fuck. But I give a fuck to an extent because I'm not out here taking my shirt off and running down the street. Yeah. I'm not out here 
trying to race everybody. Just some, some. some <laughs> I'm, I'm doing things in an unorthodox way. Yeah. And it's so pleasing to me <laughs> to know that I'm pissing people off because they're like, well, I'm out here drinking every day, but I'm not buying houses and getting promotions. Yeah, well, your priorities were fucked up. <laughs> I, like, okay, so prioritizing everything is, it's, it's, it's um, your organization. What, what comes, you know, first to you? Is it your job? Is it your family? You know, yeah. that's a big one. Um, for me, my job has come, come first for a long time, and I feel like that's why I'm able to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have, you know, a wife and I don't have a kid and I don't have right. real responsibilities as far as maintaining or supporting other people anymore. Yeah. And so it's gotten a lot easier to be able to do what I'm doing. But it's like also like, man, I really wish I had some help. I'm doing this all alone. Yeah. It's yeah. a. I, I am like a hardcore workaholic. Like I. I love it. I just. I keep going. And um, even like. I'm, I feel like I'm, like, my hardest critique, critic on yeah. myself. And so, like, whenever I started working at um, KBEST as, like, the news director or whatever, like, I didn't know what I was doing. And they were just like, well, I mean, you did great on, like, the first few weeks that we had you here. So, I mean, just keep going. Keep doing that. And so, I mean, like, okay. I like So, I would, like, I really didn't have an off day because I would, like, look through, like, big spring issues and try to, like, find things or that people were talking about or, you know, just go go do things or if I heard something on the scanner or whatever, I'd go check things out. And um, it was ridiculous. So I, I wanted to prove that I was worth um, them keeping me. And then after a while, like, I mean, that just kind of, like, hit heavy at home. It was just, like, you're never at home. You know, you're always working. Like, I have to come to work to see you. And... <clears throat> I kind of like opened up yeah. my eyes to like, you know, I I I work for peanuts and basically what it was at the time, and I was just like, for what? I mean, like my marriage is gonna like suffer if I don't like start taking care of things at home. And um, thankfully, you know, John's been real understanding about things, and you know, I finally had to just you know tell them, hey, I, I can't work like this anymore. Like I, things have to change, and they're just like, well, yeah, and they're like, you know, we. We weren't going to stop you putting in all this work, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, we agree. We need, you know, you need to make changes so that way, you know, your marriage isn't a casualty yeah. because of your job. And see, and I, th- I think I didn't know when to stop because I feel like um, the last relationship that I was in, which was roughly two, two and a half years ago now, mm-hmm. um, was mostly driven by my absence because of how much I was working as well. So mm-hmm. you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> Walk it up. <laughs> Walk it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, things are—I don't know. Things are things are are good, better. Um, but I just—I don't know. Like I always think about you know because comedy is is not a, a job because I love it, but it does take time away from. Oh, it's a job. The house. I love photography, and it's a fucking job. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you know what what do you do this for well i do it because i love it exactly. and you know he john doesn't really love it so much but he supports me and so um you know i know that was like kind of a thing in the beginning and uh you know we're we're doing a lot better now and yeah. and it's it feels good knowing that he's 
Like, like he bet he came to the show yeah. this past week, and I, he was I, there. You know, I, he's so, I mean, every time I see John, though, I'm like, John, you know, is he? <laughs> like, I, I really have nothing bad to say about John, you know, and Oh, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if, if he's your supervisor, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Hang in there. <laughs> but um, he's he's just like a great guy, and um, so like whenever he's just like you know I don't I don't know about this or you know I have reservations or whatever, it kind of makes me like take a step back and look at it and be like, well, if he's not okay with this, and there's something. Yeah, here. And, and, the, and I mean, and, and I love that you respect his opinion because that's. The communication that a lot of people do lack. Oh, um, but I'm I'm really excited. Like I don't know, like with the comedy stuff. Like he's he's more on board with it yeah, he's now. Come around. Yeah, he's come a long way from where we first started like a year ago, and um, it's like one of those things where you know I. You know, if he can come with me, he's he's more about it or whatever mm-hmm. than him taking off from work and me taking off from work to go do things or go to shows or something. So I'm I'm excited. It just it's just nice. Yeah, my my parents are. Uh, I mean, they were never really against it. They mm-hmm. just thought like I'm, I remember the first year doing comedy. You know, they were, they were happy for me and mm-hmm. all because I was going through something, and then I found comedy and it just kind of uh, kept my mind off of it. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were pretty happy about it and stuff like that. But they didn't really know something I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know? And it took... It, they, 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 now they know. My, like, my dad and my mom both know that, like, we're not, I, we know we're not going to stop you from doing this. Mm-hmm. We know that. But we just, you know, we, you, you have shows, you go to open mic, you do the podcast, you do maybe a couple other things on top of that. Just make time for us yeah that's all right that's all we're asking mm-hmm. you know that's it <laughs> and it is a hard it is it is and when i do when they when they think when they have like hey we're gonna have like a barbecue or something or hey we're gonna we're gonna be over here i do think you know what i'm not i don't want anything happening on that day i'm, just, I'm gonna reserve that day yeah. for them. like because every because you do lose we don't lose but you, you the relationship you have starts they start fading away when you start getting sucked into something that you're really fucking passionate about. Yeah. Like, even friends. Like, sometimes I'll think, like, who do I want to hang out with? Like, all I hang out with is Israel. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I hang out with Israel. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll think, like, holy shit, like, I don't hang out with anybody. Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I have a day job at Starbucks and then I'm just doing comedy. That's, that's really it. You know? Yeah. It, you you got to find... Your balance. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to have pri- priorities. You have to have a balance, you know. I'm shitty. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, like, I, I felt like I'm really bad at making time for people, and I and I will say that straight up. Like, if I like someone, I, it's still, like, I, I see my friends more often than I see them, even if I do have, like, a, a decent interest. My bad. When, <laughs> when, when, when I lived in Amarillo, I feel, I feel like I saw my parents more often than when I moved back. Mm-hmm. I would I, I moved back and I'd see them once every three weeks. At some point, I didn't see them for like a month, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was weird. Like I, I've just, I'm just awful at making time for people. I'm always just living in my own little world. <laughs> I feel like people take advantage—not advantage, but they take it for granted that people are living with them or whatever. They're like, oh, we live together. Of course, you know, this is whatever. It's a big deal. Yeah. But when you move away from somebody, it's like, oh, 
I really may need to make an effort now yeah. to go see them or whatever. Um, so with you, whenever you said that, um, you know, even if you have an interest in somebody and you don't, you, you still see your friends more than that person. So like, if that chick was, you know, gonna really making an effort to like come see you or whatever, would you feel like this is too much? No. Or would no, you be like, because, hey, thanks for coming? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's more so because I hate being locked up in a room, just even just watching TVs and cuddling. Like it's fun and it's time. Like you have to be like in the right thing, but like. I always have so much going on that I I wouldn't I wouldn't rather to be at home watching a movie mm-hmm. than to be out possibly meeting somebody different that can be of value at some point. Mm-hmm. Not always will I find someone, um, but I just I just I, I don't like being indoors. I don't like being home. I don't like being just doing nothing. Right. I feel, you like being productive. I, I feel unproductive being home. Yeah. And so yeah, I just. Again, it's like the, the 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 watching movies and cuddling maybe was a little out of context because um, whatever, but yeah, I would I would be very open to someone coming out. Like I, I brought someone to the show on Sunday. Yeah. Um, they for one thought they were gonna go say hi and leave, and I was like, come on, we're going inside. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They thought they were just gonna stop and say hi. They were like, I I had food. Like, go get food. Shut up. Come on. <laughs> um, so yeah, when somebody does. And that well, speaks a lot a to me, yeah, exactly. Like effort. That says that speaks them. volume. Yeah, you understand it a lot more when you're older than from when you're a little kid. When you're a little kid, you don't get that at all. But when you're older, you're, somebody actually goes to see you. I mean, something Word. real, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. a real fucking thing. Yeah. And it's like now I'm at a point now where I've given so much of my efforts with little to no return that now I'm at a point where I'm like. I need to see effort before I go wasting my fucking time. Are you like, chase me, bitch. Chase me. A little bit. It's like, and at the same time, it's like, I don't want somebody to just be infatuated right off the bat. I want, I want, I I like the chase. Mm -hmm. I like the chase when it comes to like talking to people and talking to girls. I like the chase. And I I, like, if it's like, oh, I've been liking you too. And I'm like, well, that was boring. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm Play like hard this. to get, ladies. Play hard to get. But not too hard, because that's annoying as shit. <laughs> that's annoying as shit too. Like, <sighs> let me win you over, but I don't know. It's just don't let me win you over. <laughs> I'm busy. Oh my goodness. Sorry for how we feeling about the time right now, man. We good. We're at an hour and forty five. That's good, man. Good. I, I think we need to go uh, through a last round of like uh, shout outs and the shit that we got to do. Not that we get paid for any of this, but uh, <laughs> shout, shout out Hotel Subtles for always just bringing the hospitality. Thank here. you so much, Hotel Yeah, thanks. Letting us uh, come down here. Adrian, this was your first time down here. Thoughts? I was. I was going away. Thoughts. Yeah. I love this room. This is like my new favorite room. Like, it's like this is where we've been recording the podcast for the last, like, since April. I thought yeah. y'all were, like, in, like, that um, upstairs poker room, like, right behind the bar. That's oh, where yeah. I thought y'all were. No, no. I, meant, I heard y'all mention, like, something about poker or whatever in one of your podcasts. And so this is where I thought, this is not where I thought it was, but I thought it was upstairs. And we, without this, we have no idea where we'd be right now. Yeah. <sighs> as far as recording, I yeah. really have no other so thank you. Right. Yeah, so, thank you, Hotel Very much. Awesome. Letting us use this amazing fucking place. This is coast. This thank is so you, cool. thank you again, Desert Flower. The whole downtown thing going on, yeah. uh, but the Desert Flower, and I feel like Janine always just deserves this special shout out because had she not come to town, 
who would we all be? Where would we all be? Right. We wouldn't exactly. be hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be doing stand up. Exactly. That's just a fact. I would not be doing stand up. And had you not been doing stand up and I not started following you guys around shows, I wouldn't have been recording. <laughs> and I and I said I mentioned that on the show last night. I was like, I wouldn't be doing videos had it not been for com- comedians. <laughs> because I got a decent camera, and all mm-hmm. I went and did was a, bought a five hundred dollar uh, little stabilizer gimbal. Mm-hmm. And I started making videos, and that shit looked pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. well, I, I still need to practice, and I haven't. <laughs> but right. when I get it down, it's like that stuff is gonna come out looking really smooth and really nice. We, we've all grown because of the flower, and I think they deserve that recognition. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Desert Flower. And then really? again, uh, tell us again when, what time, and where they can buy the tickets for the United Way. United Way, you can get your tickets from me. Um, I have some that I'm selling. You can also get them from any other United Way board member. And you can also get it from the United Way office over at the Big Spring Area Chamber. Big Spring Area Chamber of Commerce. It's like at 215 West 3rd, I think. just right there on the corner of 3rd and Greg. You can go in there and, the, and get tickets The one with the mural. There. Yeah. Beautiful building. With the desert well, you heard, there. You heard it, folks. Adrian Green. Come and get a podcast. I'm Sergio Cervantes. I'm Israel Valdez. And we hope you had a great fucking time.